0: Different today. I'm going to take.
1: I'm going to give the pulpit a break. I'm going to preach on the floor. I'm going to give the pulpit a break and I'm going to preach on the floor. If you can, you brought your copy of God's Word. Again, I encourage you to bring your Bibles. You know how to navigate the scripture. You can find your way to the book of Isaiah, chapter forty. Isaiah chapter forty, verses three through five. If you have to say amen. 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 You ain't got it? You ain't got it. <laughs> Allow me then to read it to your hearing the following in the name of the Father and in the name of the Son. It's the word about the people are about. We can then focus this morning on a thematic word. I want to focus on the word prepare. Keep in mind the word prepare. You can do me a favor this morning. You can help me preach this sermon. Take a look to your left. Take a look into your right. And introduce them the sermon title. Prepare oh, you know. the way for God's to arrival. Just, oh. Prepare the way for God's to arrival. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Okay. Something is. Don't worry about it. to get everybody involved. Um, but again, keep in mind, the theme for this morning is prepare. Prepare the way. We already know what season we're in. We're in the Advent season. We're preparing the way for the coming of Christ. And in this particular scripture this morning, I want to use it for that specific reason. The theme this morning is prepared. What's the definition of prepared? Pretty simple. To get ready. These three verses are going to get us prepared for the coming of Christ. And the way these three verses are broken down are as follows. Verse 3 has a two-point command that I'm going to present to you guys this morning. Verse 3, one verse, has a two-point command. Verse 4, then, is the actual command being executed, and then verse 5 is the result of that command executed. <coughs> Again, verse 3, if you take a look at it, if you begin to look at it through my eyes, through the eyes of the Spirit, there's a two-point command, and I will explain that in a couple seconds. Verse 3, two-point command, verse 4 is the actual command being executed, and verse 5 is the result of of that command being executed. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Now, what I meant with, what I meant with that two-point command is this. I know there's a couple of folks in here who served in the military and there's a terminology I want to use this morning. One of that ter- one term is called a preparatory command. Preparatory command. Now what is a preparatory command? It states the movement to be carried out and gets you ready to execute the war. Now for those of you who don't know, I served six years in the Army Reserve. I served one year overseas in Iraq. And in the military, especially in bouquet, these terms begin to be be voiced and said. And the preparatory command is exactly what it sounds like. It prepares you for the actual command. And that's why verse 3 has a two-point command. In the military, we're marching, we're giving orders. In the army, there's five stationary positions. I'll, I'll move on quickly. Five stationary positions. Position of attention. Um, stand at ease. At ease. Rest. And about the other. <laughs> <laughs> but there's five stationary positions. From one position to another, a preparatory command has to be given in order for you to execute that command. Meaning, if you're in the parade rest, you're standing with your hand behind your back and you're not moving. If you're at ease, your hands go lower. Standing at ease, your hands go lower. If you're standing at ease, your hands go lower, but you, you can move, but your right knee your right foot cannot move. You can move around, but your right foot cannot move. And then when you rest, you can move, you can do whatever you please. You know, they used to say smoke them if you got them. Go to the latrine if you need to. Or maybe not the latrine. But you can't move that far. But you can move within your area. Yeah, I don't know. So when it came for the time for the commander or platoon sergeant or squad leader or whoever was in charge to ready his troops, a preparatory command had to have been given. So if you're at the position of at ease, a preparatory command was given, depending on the size of the group. If you're in the group of a platoon, the commander, whoever was in charge would scream, platoon. That would get you from whatever position you were in, back up to parade bus. What I'm trying to say is the preparatory command gets you ready for what's coming. Where are we in life? With those stationary positions, in order for you to get my attention, a preparatory command has to be given. In order for you to listen to my command, a preparatory command has to be given. And in this case, a voice would shout over the platoon or the company or whatever the case may be, And they will call that group to, at some point, attention. That is the ultimate position that they want you in. And I believe this morning that God wants you in that position. He wants to call His church, His people, to the position of attention. But what position are you in this morning? Last week I preached about sleeping. Are we still sleeping? Mm -hmm. Are we still dozed off in the Spirit? Are we still in our slumber? If you weren't here last week, I spoke about falling asleep towards God. Have you dozed off? Are you on autopilot spiritually? Verse three is our preparatory command. Prepare the way for the Lord. This statement should perk your ears and cause you to react. Prepare the way for the Lord. Part two of that command is the actual command. Made straight in the desert a highway for God. That is the command. What does that mean? Made straight a highway in the desert for God. Clear the way for the Lord. What does that mean? Verses 4 and 5 speak that. Verse 4 speaks Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain hill made low, the rough ground shall become level, and the rugged places are plain. So, Lord, we just, so guys, here we already been given the preparatory command. Prepare the way, for the Lord is coming. I don't know if that resonates with everybody, but He's coming. Not just because it's Advent because he's really coming. <coughs> and God is speaking to someone sitting here this morning, shouting in someone's ear the preparatory command. Prepare for God is coming. Verse 4 is speaking of low valleys and high mountains and rugged places and any obstacles or anything that's in the road. When there was a monarch or a prince or an army that was marching through the town, they would send a representative or they would send someone to clear the road just so that the army wouldn't embarrass themselves in marching. It wouldn't be nice for the army to march and fall into ditches and holes and stuff like that. They would be embarrassed. It would be embarrassing for a prince or a king or someone of importance coming to town and the road wasn't walkable. So what they would do, they would send a team, they would send a representative to level out the ground, fill in the potholes, so that the entrance was clear. Now that's a word picture. I'm not saying I'm not sending anyone out to the uh, to the parking lot, level out the sidewalk. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking you guys just wanted to dig deep in your hearts. This is preparation of our spirit, of our hearts, of our minds, the rugged places in our lives, the deserts, the wildernesses. God is saying, listen, I'm coming, but you've got so many things in front of you, I can't get through. God is saying, I want to penetrate the innermost being of your soul, but you've got anger. You've got hate. You've got nasty habits. You've got some rough patches in your life that you need to work on. That's where verse 5 comes in. Once that's all leveled out, once those rough patches are patched up, once the spirit makes clear what needs to be worked on, says, listen, I need to to work on your temper or I need you to forgive a whole bunch of people. Well, I need you to give this up. I need you to give that up. In preparation, it seems as if we gain certain things, and you know, as we prepare for something, we make sure we, have the, right, so we have, have the right things. Ladies, when you prepare, you make sure you have the right makeup, the right comb, the right hairspray, the right, I don't know what you guys use, gel, I don't know. But in this case, out of preparation, we're getting rid of these things. What do you need to get rid of this one? Spirits made clear to me what I need to get rid of. It's making me very uncomfortable. You're not uncomfortable in your, in your relationship with God anymore. Prepare the way for God. Prepare your hearts. Prepare your minds. Prepare your spirits. Prepare yourself. I'm pretty sure that as I'm preaching this sermon this morning, things are popping in your head. Who remember from this? Or where did that thought come from? Spirit is bothering some of you folks in here this morning. How is that highway to God looking? How is that path to God looking? Other obstacles? The speed bumps. you guys need to get rid of in order to gain full access to God. Prepare the way for the Lord. Allow God to work in your life. Allow the Spirit to speak into your ears, into your hearts, and into your own spirits what God wants you to do. If the Lord is tickling you, putting things in your heart making you feel uncomfortable heed those words heed that feeling get rid of that nasty stuff stop messing around stop entertaining sin and prepare a way for God amen There, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks. I thank you, Lord, for using me to communicate a word to the people, and not just to the people, but to me. I thank you for placing this on my heart. And I thank you for for what you're doing now in this church. I continue to pray that the Spirit bother us, that the Spirit speak to us, that the Spirit showcases us what needs to be removed from our lives. What are the things that are hindering us from accessing you? What are we going through in our lives? What are we allowing? What are we not allowing? What are we leaving in the past and what are we not taking out? Lord, I pray this week that you show us, that you show us the rugged road, that you show us the valleys and the mountains, Show us what needs to be leveled. Show us what needs to be taken out. Show us what needs to be removed so that, as it says in verse 5, your glory will be revealed and all flesh will see you. Lord, we can't see you if we don't wear these days in front of our faces. We can't see you if, if, if the road is called up. We can't get to you if the road is not accessible. Give us the strength to prepare. Give us the endurance to remove what needs to be taken out. Let us take advantage of this opportunity now, Lord, that you give us. For every day is another opportunity to get things right, to reconciliate ourselves with you, to accept you as our Lord and Savior, to experience you in a new way every single day. For us to wake up every single morning and hit that reset button. Show us the way and continue to prepare us for your coming, God. Oh, what a day that will be when your son, Jesus Christ, comes riding on that cloud. Prepare our hearts and our minds.